That's the one we stole from them. That's right, we stole from Dean John.
That's good. Stay right there, but just break it down. Yes, Lord. 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 Lord, make us a house. Make us a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Lord, make us a house. Make us a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Do you want that? Amen. Lord, make us a house. Make us a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Lord, make us a house. Make us a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Let the fire from my altar never burn out. The fire from my altar never burn out. Let the fire from my altar never burn out. Make us a house of prayer. Let the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make us a house of prayer. Let the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make us a house of prayer. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. May the fire of my altar never burn out. Make us a house of prayer. Let the fire from my altar never burn. Make it personal. Fire from my altar never burn out. Let the fire from my altar never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. Now that's not just a bunch of words. But be careful when you pray it because it just will happen. We're hungry for you, Jesus. We're hungry for you in this city, Lord. We're ready for you to make a difference in this city, Lord. Lord, if you can use anybody, if you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Tell him, tell him. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Yes, Lord. That's our cry. 
saints sing blessing and honor and glory and power blessing and honor and glory and power blessing and honor and glory and power be unto you forever and ever blessing and honor glory and power blessing and
heart. It's your heart. Unify your body, unify your children, unify your body, unify your 
back, call them back, calling our children back. Call them back. We call them back, call them back, call them back, calling our children back. Chronicle, come on. We call them back, call them back, call them back, calling our children back. Our family, calling back, calling back, calling back, calling our family back. Our family back, calling our family back, calling our family back, calling our family back, calling out to you. Disappear. 
All the lies disappear When I lock my eyes on you The lies disappear All the lies disappear All the lies disappear When I lock my eyes on you I can see with your heart I can see what you've made I can see the perfection reflected in your eyes You say, daughter, you're perfect to me Oh, my son, you're more than accepted Oh, my son, you're more than just a son You are a king just like me There's inheritance in this There's a providence in redemption There is a inheritance in this And there's a providence in redemption This is foundation That the whole year is laid upon This is a foundation That your whole life is founded upon When you lock your eyes on him You can see the truth Gates 
Hey 
tonight we're gathering we gather round the throne we see the angels bow down and we join them we look into your deep brown eyes of fire your deep blue eyes and all of heaven's gaze it's on one man it's on
No, really, really, how would you act? Close your eyes all over this building. Close your eyes. You're walking up to the thrones. the angels as far as you can see are all bowed down crying holy 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 yet he longs to hear us say it speaking to some tonight right now open your eyes and look at him I feel like in this moment there's revelation This is your time, so we're just going to play. Don't expect anything. Just focus in on him.
I see some new missions. I see some answered prayers. Ooh, I see some healings. There are some new scrolls being handed out right now. This is your time. You haven't yet been ready for this. But he's handing out a scroll, but it's up to you to take it. <laughs> wow. you reign in the heavens come reign in this church you reign in the heavens reign in this church you reign in the heavens That's our prayer, Lord. You reign in the heavens. You reign on the
listen, 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 listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen to it. Listen to him. Just listen, listen, listen to him. Just listen. Listen with your ears. No praying out loud right now. Just listen. Just listen. Take a mic to her. We we need we need to hear that. God God This is this is The Lord is saying this is where heaven meets earth. As it is in heaven, so it should be on the earth. He's saying, Are you ready? This year has passed and all the things that have been uprooted are now being shown so that we can pray away the evil and we can pray toward the good god said that in his prophecies for the last three or four years that we were like a beacon we were like the one that shines and all the nations want to come and i say it again dip into the water of the highly anointed thank you jesus the lord said in mark he turned me he told me to turn to this particular scripture mark 1 28 after god was healing in the land casting out demons he said immediately immediately the word spread and this is the immediately the word will spread that you have a place of highly anointed gospel going through the earth that's good that's good thank you father that's In good Jesus thank you name. jesus thank you jesus that word that she gave part of a prayer that we prayed time after time of after time thy kingdom come thy will be done 
And it's just a bunch of words that we learned as kindergarten, as, as preschoolers, as, as kids, as babes. But there's a lot of weight right there. Because his kingdom, his desire that his kingdom will come and infiltrate our kingdom and his kingdom and our kingdom, our kingdom will be so close to his kingdom that they will mesh and grow together. Thy kingdom, that's not a future thing. I was raised in, in a church believing that that was sometime out in the future. Thy kingdom come right here, right now. How do I know that? Because that's what he said. My kingdom is near. Somebody else had a word. There are three people that I, there are three, and I don't know who the others are. I don't know you, so you're going to have to tell me. The way heaven and earth come together, we have got, and I've really settled some of this before, but we've got to know our covenant. And again, the Lord is wanting us to stop asking him for things he's already given us. What, what, can you repeat that again? The Lord wants us to stop asking him for things he's already given us. Drop the mic right there. You know, Good. when you come boldly to the throne of grace, if you read past that into the fifth chapter of Hebrews, it's really talking about sin and offering a sacrifice for sin. You don't come boldly to his throne asking for help for healing. He already provided that. You don't need to come boldly to his throne to ask for help to get your bills paid. He's already provided for that. He wants us to speak to that mountain. And he wants us to keep speaking until the mountain goes away. Because we're really convincing ourselves that we have the authority to do this. I mean, he said all authority in heaven and earth is given unto him. And he says, go. It's given unto us. When he told Paul, you know, my grace is sufficient, he wasn't telling him he had to hold on to anything. He was saying, man, you wrote this New Testament. Do it. Grace and truth came through Jesus. You've got the authority to get rid of this stuff. You know, and I, one of the reasons that we need to get be ready is, you know, we need to use the word to help ourselves, obviously. But, man, it's really to help people that's going to be coming to us. But we need to be ready to give an answer to the hope that's within us. Because there's some devastation coming to this planet. Because of a church that was doing nothing the last 40 years. So, you know, we've been handed a bad hand, so to speak, and we have to do things that the prior church should have done. And then we have to grow on past all that, too. And only a church that knows its authority. The only difference between us and Jesus prior to the cross is he knew who he was. Not the Son of God, the Son of Man at that time. The same as you and I are. Today's a new day. Holy Spirit gave specific instructions during that time. And I'm looking for that. That's, I, I thought that was you.
I have three things stirring in my mind, but the last thing he, I was trying to find it in my phone, the dream that I had this week, and, he, and I couldn't find it, but I'm just going to close my eyes. and <laughs> I had a dream this week, and um, in the dream, I was like in a function, a place somewhere that, that worship, and it was like church was going on, and I um, went out of the building because I felt the Lord calling me. And I went out the building and I went and I was in like the woods and I was walking down a trail. And whenever I walked down the trail, I came to the end and all of a sudden there was all this beautiful water, the ocean, lake, something. It was water and it was so beautiful. And it the, the sides, it was like, reminded me of a canyon but it was like I was at the bottom of it and I was just looking and it was beautiful and it was a dream vision and it was very bright and um, and I came to the very end where the shore was and when I came to the shore Jesus I couldn't see him but I saw his feet walking towards me on the water and when he would walk on the water the 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 wave of his feet would be like transparent like a rainbow and whenever wow. he got to me i was overwhelmed wow. and i almost i backed up like because i was just overwhelmed like oh my lord <laughs> and when i did um, all of a sudden, I heard a noise because he got to me and it was like it went. I went into another realm, heaven on earth. And I knew it was the throne room. And I knew that the rainbow of his feet, where even he, wherever he was, the rainbow was there. And I knew that we were at the end and the transition was here. And I knew he was bringing me to the part where we were in the boat like Peter was. And God, and when Jesus said, get out of the boat. And when he got out of the boat, he was not keeping his eyes on Jesus. And the Lord's saying that we got to keep our eyes on Jesus in this season. The heaven on earth is already here. All we got to do is step forward to what he's saying to do and that decree and declare the things that he's saying and it's here on earth so i thank you lord jesus that the promises are here heaven yes. on earth is here now is yes. the time now is the time now is the time and lord we give you glory we give you glory we give you glory we give you glory glory glory
Lord. We thank you for your freedom, Lord. We thank you for your freedom, Lord. We thank you for your freedom, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Hey, uh, Ezra, yes. I just wanted you guys to know, uh, as he was worshiping back there, that um, he saw angels flying everywhere. Uh, and he said he saw like a big war going on and God was fighting, he said, and, uh, and winning the fight, right? Yeah. Okay. He's shy now, but that's what he saw. That's awesome. You saw, who, which one was it? What's his name? Ezariah. Ezariah. You saw angels. Was he tall or was he short? You don't know? He was just massive. He was just everywhere, kind of. Listen. Listen, did you know as children we see so much more clearly and then we get, in, we get into, we get into this, this religious muck and we, and we lose it. But the realm is right there, right there. We can see it just like he did. Father, Father, let us see. Let us see like we haven't since we've been children. Let us hunger like we, like, we, like we haven't hungered since we've been children. Let us want like we've not wanted since we've been children. Let us hunger for more of you, Lord, like we've not hungered for years and years. Lord, break all that muck off of us. And Lord, let us be as children. And let us want to know you more. Let us know you more, Father. Let us know more of you, more of you, Father. Give us eyes like a child. More of you, Lord. Give us eyes like a child. More of your presence. Give us eyes. More of your revelation. More of your word. More of you, more of you. More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. We cry for more of you, Lord. The old won't do anymore. Pastor, I gotta, sh I gotta tell you what I saw from you. As we were in worship, I saw you walking out of a locker room. But this locker room was military. And you had on full military gear. I'm talking big guns. I'm not a military kind of guy, so I don't know what they are, but they're full. You had these like massive guns. And you're walking out and you're you and there's you and another person. And I don't know who the other person is yet because I was, you know, I was focused on you. You had the helmet on. You had the full military. You had your gun in your hand. It's loaded. It's ready. It's ready. And behind you too comes a whole litany of people. And you're running into battle. Here's the fun thing. It sounds like you, you're, you're, you're scared, but you were laughing, and you were happy, and you were like, we're going into battle, yeah. Because here's the secret, you've already won, all you have to do is fight, and you knew that. So you had all this army behind you who are laughing and cutting up all these big beefy guys with their guns and they're like, ha, 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 and cutting jokes and having a blast because all you have to do is fight. As you were walking forward, you've already won. 
You already know the answer. All you have to do is fight. And that's nothing. In other words, you just show up. Let God do it. Is that good or what? I love that kind of freedom. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> we were sitting here, and as we're just in that moment where he's showing us stuff, he just kept showing. I've been pondering over Millbrook and why Millbrook and everything, but he just showed me a complete outpouring. And what it was is we were down at the park where we've been at, and while we were there, it was like this big gush of light came down, and we were a welcoming crew. And we were literally there welcoming, like it seemed like a flood of angels, a flood just coming down, and they were hugging us. And it was like we were a colony that we colonized Millbrook. Ooh. And basically what he said is, you've taken the land, Come on. you've put your feet down, Come and now on. we're coming down to occupy. But we were the greeting group. We were the ones that were like sent uh, before everybody. So we were standing there with open arms, and other people were running, and we were just standing there just waiting for them to come down. <laughs> that's all, and that's all I kept seeing. But you said three people were going to share, and then I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to share that. Uh, but, but then what I realized is we've been going through this battle, and we've been walking this thing out. And, 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 and his grace and his love is with us, and, and he's just waiting for us to just take every step, like one step that's at a time. Beautiful. He said, just keep moving. Keep saying yes. Keep moving forward. Keep doing what I'm asking you to do, and I'm going to meet you right there. Amen. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about what people are saying or what's going on in your life or any of those things. He goes, I've got it covered. And we're bringing a group. We're bringing a, like, this, this, it's big. He says, it's an army coming. Yeah, it's an army. And we're just there to greet them. And it's like we're just dancing and having a good time. It was like a, a family reunion is all it seemed like. But, man, they were coming in to, to occupy what we took. And I think that's, that, that's the... The, the message he's been giving us this whole year was, was restoration. This whole year of 2023 was restoring what was, once was his that got lost in translation. It got lost in what the world thought should happen. And he said, I've planted you in a place. It's time to go take it. Yeah. And what we've been doing yes. is restoring that. Yes. And, and, and so I'm starting to see what God wants to do with that is occupy that. Right. And it's, it's this moment in, uh, that we're all going to be part of. And it's going to be, you know, this is the. Uh, man, see, and now, now we're just going to start. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we spent this last couple weeks just all over the place. You know, Jules and I, we've been all over the place. And um, we, we've been, you know, anywhere from our anniversary to being sick to being down in Florida. We just got back from Florida last night where we did a celebration of life for her dad. Um, and then my mom had passed like a week or two prior to that. Um, so we're down there taking care of things, and, and, and all I kept seeing were, like, this God just kept showing me that, that we're, we're remembering people, we're talking about them, and I'm like, is that it? I was at one of those, is this it moment? Like, do we just wake up every day, claim we're Christians, put on our Christian hat, walk around, do our thing because one day it's it's going to be the end and, and we're going to get to experience eternity and and I, we're remembering people and we're talking about things and they're good things and i'm not saying that stuff's bad because i saw legacy i saw my father-in-law with like like 13 grandchildren and 17 great-grandchildren and i'm going like like legacy right so so everything we lay our hands on means something and i'm looking at that but in all of that i'm still going is that it lord that can't be it. That's not why. That's not why you have us here. There's something bigger. And he just kept stirring it up inside of me that, 
that we've got to open our eyes to what we are called to do. Right? And it's bigger than all that. It, yeah. That's great. And man, salvation is great. But, but <laughs> that's such the beginning of everything he wants us to do. Like, like to colonize this place means we have to get out there and be what he wants us to be, which is to be like Jesus, which is to walk and talk like him and shine like him and love like him. That's the only way we're going to turn this whole thing around. So I don't want to get to the end of my road and people go, man, he was a good guy. Man, that guy loved Jesus. There's are so many people out there that love Jesus, but don't live like him, and they don't make a single difference in the kingdom. And, and it just kept, man, it just hit me. And I was just like, I'm tired of my life not meaning anything. Come on. Like, I am so ready to make such a difference that it means something for the kingdom so big, so big that we can put everything of our own desires away. Like, it's not about us. It's not about what we want or what feels good to us or our kids or any of that. You throw it all away. And Lord, what do you want for your kingdom? What, what do you want from us? And I know what he wants because we've been praying it. We've talked about it. I mean, come on. We just talked about it. He doesn't teach us how to pray for heaven. He talks about his kingdom coming to earth. That's, right. That's what he teaches us to pray. His kingdom to come. come on. And he put us here to bring that. We are the ones that are supposed to bring that. But we stop because of what the world says. We stop because of what religion says. We stop because everybody goes, well, that's far enough. Like, man, you don't understand how fun it is to be weird. Like, I want to be the weirdest guy people encounter everywhere they go. Come on. Because I don't want to fall into somebody's classification of what this is supposed to look like. Like, our worship should be freedom. Our life should be freedom to worship him and to just love like him and to act like him and to take that authority and that legacy that he has that he's planted inside of us. He called us his. He made us his. And we just have to wake up and go do it. We just have to wake up and realize what's inside of us, what he planted inside of us, and not worry about what anybody else thinks and go do something that he wants us to do. And it starts with obedience. It starts with saying yes. And it's going to look silly. And it's going to look crazy. And so this is where you got to break off these little mindsets of what you think church looks like. Like, this place is just a place we come to, like, love on each other, right? Build each other up. But the church is outside these walls. Like, we have to go out there and do what's inside of us. But we don't. A lot of us go out there and we hide what's inside of us because it doesn't look right. Man, I so don't want to look right anymore. I want people to like walk to the other side of the street when I'm walking down the street. Because they're like, that guy's weird. He's talking to somebody. He's touching things. He's praying over things. Things are changing, lives are changing, the kingdom's coming. Man, you know, I had this run in, we were down in Florida and we were actually on the way home. And this is, this is what kind of sparked a lot of this in me today is that I, I keep remembering this kid who walked up to me at a gas station and he was handing out CDs. And he goes, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm making my own music and I'm making CDs. And he goes, will you buy one? They're $5. And I go, is it Christian music? And he pauses and he goes, well, I'm a Christian. There you go. 
And I was like, oh, I know you. He goes, I promise you that, that if you go to song number four, there's no cussing. <laughs> the guy's wearing a cross. And I'm like, this is the problem. We get so wrapped up into what the world wants that, that we think being a Christian is like claiming an ethnicity. Like we just say, I'm a Christian because I believe. But then you go out and do whatever the world wants you to do. And then you try to pass it off as I'm a Christian. And there's a lot of people that are going to be in trouble with that. There's a lot of people that are going to be surprised at the end when they go, but I called myself a Christian. There's going to be a lot of people that run into the same thing this guy runs. So you know what I did? I handed him 20 bucks and I said, go, go make a Christian album. Like, why don't you go try to think about singing about him for a little bit? And he goes, well, you want the CD? I was like, I'm not going to listen to the CD. I said, but I want you to consider, if you say you're a Christian, then man, why don't you get out there and make a difference for the kingdom? Because all you're doing is, is, is you, man, you can't be double-minded. You can't think about the world and the kingdom. You can't walk in both of those things. Come on. Yes. Yeah. I think it's in Matthew, uh, I don't know, uh, six something. You'll figure it out. Look it up. He starts talking about if your eye is single. And what he's talking about, if your eye is single, right? So I being single is haploose. Haploose means that it's in, embedded, it's braided. It's If your eye has the same perspective as Papa's eye, then you'll be filled up with light. That's what it says. So, so if, if your perspective is his perspective, if you think and see like he thinks and sees, everything inside of you will be light and there can be no darkness inside of you. Do you agree? I mean, this is what the Bible says. It says if we have the same perspective as him, then, then we have a singular eye where we're focused on him. Our perspective is his perspective. There's no darkness in us. Because perfect light casts out darkness, right? Like you can't have darkness and light. They don't operate in the same thing. In fact, darkness isn't even a thing. Darkness is absence of light. Yes. So darkness isn't even something. It just means there's no light there. So if we're filled up with light, if he's filled up with light, if he's the light of the world, then we're the light of the world. That's in there too. Right? So, so then if we're filled up with light and we're walking around, so filled up with light that we don't have to do anything but walk around because we're glowing, right? And if you're glowing that much, if that much inside of you is so changed, if your perspective is seen like he sees and you're walking around glowing, things have to change around you. Darkness has to flee. There cannot be darkness around you. Come on, yeah. It's kind of like a... Um, what are those glow-in-the-dark things, right? You remember you used to get those little glow-in-the-dark toys? And if you just pulled it out of the package or you got it in a cereal box, back when they put things in a cereal box, I think y'all remember that, right? <laughs> so we got this thing, and, it, it, and it's this, uh, this thing that came in a cereal box that, that you put it, it's supposed to shine in the darkness, but if you just pull it out of the box and you put it, take it in a dark room, it's still dark. 
But if you expose it to light, if you actually put it around something that's light, it starts glowing. And the more it's around something that's light, it remains glowing and gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. What we end up doing is that we don't surround ourselves with light because we're double-minded. So we go from one thing to the next. We try to live this way on Sunday and then live this way on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and then jump back in on Sunday thinking that it's going to be enough to make us glow to go change the world but it's never enough to change the world because we're not solely committed to that we're not so focused singularly focused on him oh if we could focus on him if we could just get so saturated with that perspective oh man we would change the world his kingdom would be here see we're asking him still like when's your kingdom going to come he goes when are you going to wake up that's why I put you there. Think about this. That's how, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Jim's glowing over here. <laughs> Jim's glowing over here. I love it. I love it. But that's what I believe is that, you know, the only way we're going to move forward in what he really wants us to do is to start shining like him. We spent like 22 weeks talking about shining in this church. We have, I've preached that for like 22 weeks about shining this, this whole last year. Like it was all about being a light. And I'm gonna bring it up now <laughs> because it's that important that you understand that that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're called to do. Okay, but you just don't wake up and start shining. There's, there's you know, there's stuff that has to happen. So I believe that as we went through this last year of restoration, I believe the word, what God's given us for this next year, this new year, this is what I'm feeling is, is what he wants us to do and see is it's called freedom, but it's freedom to encounter him because what we're lacking is an encounter. He goes, what you're lacking is an encounter. You got a lot of people living on knowledge, reading about me, Man, they, they know everything about me, whatever the book says, but they're not encountering me. Right. And they're believing that that's enough. Like, if, as long as I know the Bible, I'm good. You need an actual encounter. Yes. Can, can I tell you that, that? That I think that is the biggest thing that this world's lacking is an encounter with him. Come on. So I believe that's where he wants us. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. Everybody starts this New Year's off with stuff. Everybody, you know, they, they have resolutions. And I mean, who in here has a resolution? Come on, everybody. Everybody's walking into a new year going, I got to change some stuff. Right? And, and I know people are saying it like, I need more money. I, I, need, I need to get a better job. I need to lose weight. That's not me. I'm, I'm ripped. <laughs> I failed on that one. I'm never going to pray that one again. I'm not doing that. But here's the thing. When we go into New Year's, it's a perfect, it's a perfect change. So, you know, in finances, I like fiscal years because it's, you know, same thing. Money starts over. Well, we all think that the calendar year, it's like we get a fresh start, right? Everybody has a New Year's as a fresh start. We tend to want to forget about what happened in the past. We want to move forward and say, okay, guess what? I didn't read my Bible well last year. Starting New Year's, that's a good starting point. I'm going to start reading my Bible every day. I'm going to pray more. Uh, you know, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to eat better. We, we all do it. And it seems like it always comes around New Year's because it's natural. So what I want you to do now is kind of focus on this. I want you to have a fresh encounter. Yes. And not just one encounter for all of 2024. I want an everyday encounter. So I want you to wake Woo. up every day seeking his face. 
And if that, look, okay, you're going to hear this the way you want to hear it. If that means you don't read your Bible every day, but you spend time staring at his face, so be it. Yes, yes. Because we've been telling everybody to read your Bible every day for years, and it's not changing nothing. Come on. Nope. And I'm not coming against the Bible. I love the Bible, and we should read the Bible. But what I'm saying is we've put that over everything. So the people, we have people that are so disciplined in reading their Bible because it's easier to read your Bible and be disciplined in that than sit down at his feet and gaze into his eyes. Amen. Because when you do that, it'll change. You can't stare at him in his face and look into his eyes and not change. That's right. But man, we will definitely go out and try to do it our own way. And whatever's comfortable for us. That's why we have our devotions. That's why we have our streaks, our Bible streaks. Come on, I did that. I had like 500 some days on my Bible app. Then I missed one and I lost them all. You know what that was? That was me waking up, opening up, going, oh, that's a good scripture. In my heart, I was like, yeah, I did something. But I didn't spend any time with him. I simply read scripture. So what I'm going to challenge you to do is to go into this next year is seek his face every single day. Seek an encounter with him every single day. And as we do that, things start to change inside of you. Inside of you changes. You, you cannot remain the same when you're staring him. When you stare perfect love in the face, nothing can change inside of you. The Bible says what? Our new commandment is go love everybody the way Jesus loves us. Right? I spoke that in here before. Everybody knows that verse. That's a new commandment. Go love everybody the way I loved you. Some of you don't even know how he loves you. You don't believe it. You're still struggling. You struggle to believe that he loves you as much as he says he loves you. And that's the starting point. The starting point is to actually accept the love that he has for you. Like you can't do anything to make him not love you. And as soon as we get over the shame and all that stuff of waking up because you had a bad day and you said something or you did something or you thought of something, as soon as we get over that, that concept that man, he is ashamed of me and he doesn't like me and, and all that. When we get that out of our head and start believing that his perfect love loves us no matter what, like you can't go out and make yourself any better so he loves you more. Then we can start feeling his love. Then we can actually love people the way he loves us. But until we accept that perfect love, it's hard to do that because now you're just loving people the way you love yourself. And there are some days when I don't love myself. There are some days when I think of things and do things that I'm like, man, I'm a jerk. There are days I call Peter a name and I'm like, man, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. Like, so if we're going to love people the way we love ourselves, that's bad. Because he loves us so much more than we love ourselves. He loves us so much more than that. So the sooner we start understanding how much he loves us and we start actually receiving that, we start loving ourselves more, then we can actually go love everybody. And that love is what's going to change everything. It's not slapping them side the head with scripture. And I'm not saying scripture is bad. But like I said, I know, you know, put it this way, Tommy's like a theologian in here, man. That guy knows the Bible. Ta ta We're in staff meetings and everything we say, Tommy throws out scripture for it. I'm like, this dude is walking knowledge but guess what he might know more than you but you might glow more than him and i'm not saying that to count he says no <laughs> he says you're not glowing more than him but we get so caught up thinking about if we don't know it all 
then we obviously can't do anything for the kingdom. And he's like, I just need you to have an encounter and then go love people the way I love you. I don't care if you know one thing in the Bible. And I know that you're going to look at me silly when I say that, but you know what? I didn't jump, wake up one day, get in the Bible and go, man, look at that. The Bible said he loves me. He loves me. I had an encounter. I had a gaze in the eyes that changed me forever. And then gradually because of that, I fell in love with that and I wanted to know more about that. So I started reading the Bible, but I read it with a different lens. I read it with a lens and I read it with an understanding that this is how he like, I saw him. I felt him. This is how he loves me and I know it. So when I read the Bible, I read it with that lens. Not the lens from somebody else that read it and said, well, this is what it says. I read it with a different lens, a lens that comes out of an actual encounter. So the more you encounter him, the more you see him differently, the more you accept his love, the more that love changes you and you start to glow, right? Think about this, that Jesus was awesome. What if we were all like that? Could you imagine what would happen in this city if we all walked around glowing? Look, we talk about it. We've we've talked about prophecies. We've talked about the pouring out in this place. But can you really think about this? If you would walk with the authority and the understanding of who you are, knowing how loved you are, knowing how perfect you've been made, and we just get out there and do it and actually believe it. That's how it changes. Mm. So I don't know. I didn't have anything to say tonight. But y'all just sparked it right up. So, um, look, I want to continue worshiping. I want to continue to just spend time in front of him. And I want to challenge you during this moment to seek his face. And you know what? And what's that mean to you? You're like, okay, what's that mean? What's an encounter? Maybe for you, it's I'm going to start coming out more. Maybe I'm going to start coming to prayer nights. Maybe I'm going to get around more. Maybe I'm going to come to church more. I don't know what it looks like for you. I don't know what he looks like to you. I don't know where you're going to find him. Because I found him in downtown Montgomery. I found him in the backseat of my car. I I found him everywhere. I don't need to be in church to do it. But I'm telling you, when you're around people like this and you create an environment where there's freedom in here to worship the way you want to do it, and you just want to come in, and maybe you want to lay on your face, and maybe you want to run around in circles and blow a horn, wave flags. If that's what you want to do, you need to find yourself in a place where you can do that freely, right, to seek him and know you're not going to be judged about that. And, And that's what this is all about. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do this upcoming year. I'm giving you freedom to encounter him in a way you've never encountered him. Yes. And we started this out. We started singing about, you know, old wineskin. Well, we cannot expect something new. He's not going to put something new in old wineskin. So everything you guys have learned up to this point is old. Where's that gotten you? Can I tell you that I've experienced great things and I've transformed. I've seen a transformation in my life from the time that I locked eyes with him till now. But I also know that that's not it. And he goes, man, that's just the beginning. But now what I need you to do is give me new wineskin because I'm fixing to take you to a whole nother level. And you can't do it with what you already had. So we've got to be willing to continually renew the wineskin so he'll keep giving us new stuff. He wants to give us stuff that no one's ever seen or heard. That's what it says. So why are we always looking for what somebody else has? Why are we always looking at somebody else's encounter and going, man, that's what I want. No, he's like, I got something for you. 
I got something that nobody's going to believe. How awesome is that? Like he loves us that much that he wants to give us something that nobody else has. Each one of us. Hmm. I don't know. I'm getting excited. It's been two weeks since I got to preach. <laughs> oh, man. So here's what I want to do. I just want to go back into some work. Let's just, man, let's just go crazy and uh, let's seek him. And maybe tonight is when you get to shake it all off and say, man, I just want you. And I want you to really think about that because we've all put priorities already in our life for 2024. We already have. And I want you to rearrange some things. And I want you to go all in for him in 2024. I want you to do something you've never done before. I want you to seek him in a way you've never sought him before. I want you to completely go way outside the box on what you thought was normal. And see where it goes. Because I'm tired of doing the same thing. We've been doing the same church over and over again for years. And we have the same exact results. And guess what? Everything's the same. In fact, the world's getting worse. That's true. That doesn't make any sense. If you always do what you always done, you always get what you always got. That's it. And I'm not satisfied with that. I don't know about you guys. I'm done being satisfied with what everybody else has. Come on. So that's my challenge to you in this upcoming year in 2024. Seek him in a different way. Yeah. Like find a way that's so out there and there's something inside of you because there's still stuff inside me where I'm like, if I say this or do what I'm fixing to do, people are going to leave. <laughs> so I know, look, Jim's leaving already. He's already, he's already <laughs> nervous. He's like, I'm going outside. But I think about that all the time. There's stuff that I'm like, he'll put in my gut that I'm like, I want to throw this out. And I'm like, oh, you better dissect that for me, Lord. Because if I say it that way, it's going to come against everybody's religious heart and everybody's going to walk out and go, this guy's a jerk. I'm serious, y'all. So I take a lot of time when he gives me something to dissect it and throw it on a piece of paper and go, Lord, how do I explain what you just said? And sometimes you just can't. You just throw it up. <laughs> come on. And, and then you just walk around and mend the pieces back together and apologize. That's sometimes what you have to do. But other times you just... Man, he's going to give us stuff that is so creative and so new, and that's what he wants us to experience. So that's what I want you to experience, and it starts here. It starts tonight. It starts with a new year and a new season um, and a new encounter. So the only way you're going to get something new is to do something different. So don't, don't keep doing what you've been doing. And I'm not saying what you've been doing is bad, so please don't put words in my mouth. Some of you are phenomenal. I love the fact that I see you praying and and reading your Bible and you're quoting things and you're giving words and all that. And that's awesome. But I'm going to expect more. I'm raising my expectation. I'm I'm, I'm raising my expectation to everybody in this house. Because I want to see something new inside of you. And I want to let you just unleash that so that he'll start working through you. Right? The way he wants to work through you. Quit putting a, a mute button on it. Quit... Quit suppressing it because you think nobody can handle it. Let's make it. I know, Peter, I'm, I'm cringing every time I look at you. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> this guy's fixing to go crazy on me. I love it. But that's it. So that's my heart for you in the, in the New Year's. This is, um, so I didn't know if I really wanted to share anything tonight, but I do want to worship. And I know we've already been here for a little bit, but that's okay. This is nothing for us. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you you have to stay. I'm just going to say. Man, we're going to enter back into a moment where we can just experience something that nobody else is going to experience. And how bad do you want it? I don't know. I want it pretty bad. So I'm going to seek it with all my heart. 
So let's just do something. I don't know, whatever you want to do, Ryan. I love okay. you. <laughs> I got to speak to something that you were just saying. Um, it was a vision. And maybe you're like me, where it's very easy to say God can. Logic says if God exists, he can do anything. The, the problem and the double-mindedness is always, but well, can God will. Do you believe God will? And so in the vision, I saw two hands. I saw a tattoo on this hand, on the left hand that said, God can. And on the right hand, I saw God will. And there was this divide in between them. They weren't together. And he said, that divide is your double-mindedness. That divide is your doubt. He says, I can and I will. And then all of a sudden, I saw a power cord, like one that needs power in my left hand, like the, the male part. Then the female part was in my right hand. And he says, you've got to plug God can into God will to see the power go. And that's for me in this New Year's, but that's for us. Like, we have big things that are prophesied, spoke about, and none of us here probably go, well, God could do that if he wants to. He wants to. God will. So I kept seeing myself going, God can, God will. Power. His power. So, yeah. Shoes and stay a while. See, all 
Pharaoh's army, just keep it going, keep it going, just kind of keep breaking it down. Pharaoh's army came to them and they caught up to them. Why would they catch up to them? Because they were supposed to stay right there. Why? Because Pharaoh had sent the army to bring them back. So here's the thing. Freedom was a choice now this was a choice point they could either trust God and walk on water or do something on this side 
or go back home. Now, they knew they wouldn't die that way. And freedom was, yeah, freedom was really just more captivity. But they were used to it. They knew they had meals. They knew they, they, knew they had to work. They knew they had to do things. But that was a choice point. See, they could go back to that. It was a choice point. But that's not the freedom that God had for them. All they had to do was look at Moses, and Moses, <laughs> Moses dropped that rod, and that sea began to part. That's the freedom. That's the God we serve. See, we don't have to go back into any layer of captivity and call it freedom. We have true freedom because all we have to do is look over to the impossible and say, oh, that's God. He's, it's possible. Freedom is possible. Freedom. There is true freedom. It's not another layer of just some kind of captivity. It's true freedom. There's freedom to move, freedom to go into the government houses, freedom to work, freedom to become the ecclesia that we're supposed to be, freedom to walk in it, freedom to talk in it, freedom to have the businesses, freedom to have the wealth and the health, freedom to be, freedom, freedom. Freedom, freedom, <laughs> freedom, here we go, freedom.
Back, 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 